This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Manchester is Red podcast for the Manchester Evening News. I'm your host, Rich Fay. I'm joined for a summer special. The sun is out. He's in his vest. He's got his sun cream lotion on. Down at all. He's back. Was he ever here? Who knows? <laughs> but Dan, nice to have you. Thanks for having me on. You are you have gone red, maybe not from the sunshine, but almost <laughs> embarrassment that you've been you've been welcome back to the Manchester Red Podcast. Delighted to be here. That's what we like to hear. And Dom, you're becoming somewhat of a first team regular. Keeping my place. Yeah. My best. Verdict's still out. He's a bit, like, bit like Eric Bailly. Promising signs so far, but it could end horribly. Who knows? Uh, today's summer special, we're going to talk about the transfer window mainly. Uh, it's been quite a slow start to the window, but United have never really traditionally signed many players before, uh, before the start of June. Uh, we're now into it. Uh, Dan, are you surprised by how slow United's are? transfer dealings have been considering they've had so long to identify who they want and why yeah I think it's far from ideal especially with the season starting so early the transfer ending early again this this um, this summer uh, but I think it's symptomatic of you know the, the failings that are in place at United at the minute they don't have a director of football in however you want to dress it up technical director um, you know they made, they made a rash decision on Solskjaer has he you know had time to discuss things with Ed Woodward is Ed Woodward going to listen to him I, th- I think we're seeing all those issues coming out now um, I think if United were a slick outfit a slick operation behind the scenes I think a lot more would have been done by now in that they've had the time to, to sort it but you know uh, I think the, the one thing is that at least we know that their priority is going to be bringing in young British players at least we know there is a strategy of some sort there Do you think they've s- do you think the strategy does help United or do you think it restricts them in the fact that they've almost shot themselves in the foot that everyone's going to be expecting these young British players or well we don't know who's going to stay yet we don't, we don't know what the, the you know the bare bones of United is going to be is De Gea going to stay uh, is Van Matter going to stay is Lukaku going to be there is Pogba going to be there I don't know we don't know at all do we um well, yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting way of doing things. But I think the players have to be good enough. It can't just be, oh, we're going to have some young, hungry talent in there. They have to have the ability. Uh, do we do we know if Daniel James is good enough to play for United yet? Possibly not. Is he is he the sort of player who's going to come in and straight away make a difference? Maybe not. He reminds uh, me a lot of sort of Diego Delo yeah. coming in last summer just to bolster the sort of squad and be one viewed with the first team, especially because the role he fills is predominantly a left winger again isn't he and we were saying last summer how the last thing they needed was a left winger and they went and bought Alexis Sanchez as well so like you said it's interesting and again I guess Dom as Dan said it's, there's still so many players at United who have uncertainty and maybe question marks over their, their future anyway at the club yeah I mean the poor Pogba situation is still not no longer no clearer than it ever has been really and seems to be more links to Real Madrid Juventus also being linked with signing him again what a strange career that would be if he'd been from United to Juventus from United to Juventus um, De Gea I think like Dan said we don't know where that's going at the moment uh, United have started to be linked with potential goalkeepers to replace De Gea um, that you'd think they need to replace De Gea although Sergio Romero is obviously quite a good number two I think United probably have to make those decisions on outgoings 
before they can really make the incoming decision. Because I think Solskjaer has said, maybe rightly, that there's not going to be a huge amount of signings. There's not going to be five or six, maybe three or four, which is contrary to what fans may want. But United, therefore, will have to sort of get get rid, make room for players in their squad and then bring in the right people. Maybe James is a bit of a a bit of an anomaly. You could bring him in, like you say, to bolster the squad, someone, someone for the future. Um, but when it comes to, you know, the real key... Uh, marquee names if it's going to be a Delict or a Rabio, someone of, of that calibre United have to be sure where their place is going to be in the squad yeah like you say it's about balancing the books off, you know, because some of the players they wanted to get rid of maybe last summer as well that they couldn't quite get rid of uh, while we're on Paul Pogba Dan we know from United's point of view he's so marketable they wouldn't ever want to sell him for less than they paid anyway which is a club record fee do you think he would be replaceable for United? Do you think he is someone they'd even consider selling? Or do you think it is just Real Madrid need players? Of course, it's going to be Pogba they're linked with. Well, from a marketable, as you say, from the, from that stance, you'd never sell him, would you? Because no one's going to sell more shirts in world football than Paul Pogba. Um, so from that side of things, no, you wouldn't sell him. But if you look at it from a, a purely football perspective, United's midfield is broken. It needs some serious engineering. You need players who complement each other. Now, do you go down the route of we're going to get players in to complement Pogba, but you know he's not entirely happy at United? If he was happy, you wouldn't have the rumours with Juventus, you wouldn't have it with Real Madrid. I think with Pogba, you get the impression that he's not the sort of player who's going to be there till the rest of his, for the end of his, you know, till the end of his career. Do you? So, do you cash in now and get three or four top quality central midfielders who bounce off each other, who fit into a system? Like, do, do we know what the United system is yet? I think that's more of the glaring yeah, errors, isn't it? Is, like it, is it a four-four-two diamond? Is it a four-three-three? That needs to. Get and even Solskjaer, will he want to go back to a four-four-two that he enjoyed all his success under and mm. stuff? It's still so unclear. And like you said, Pogba. I think with Pogba, sorry, is that United have been linked with Rabiot, who seems like an attractive proposition, free transfer, twenty-three years old. But do you not think it's? Do you not think Rab? I get everything that's said about Rabio, but do you not think the f- fact that he is a contract rebel and he's the fact possibly that he's another Pogba is what I was going to yeah. say? Yeah. So you don't really want. You maybe just want one of them. Yeah. So maybe Rabio is a Pogba replacement rather than someone's come in and fit alongside Pogba. And Dombele is the is the player that you would think would fit alongside Pogba because he's more defensive minded. Plays with him for France. I think United fans were all over social media the other day when they teamed up. Uh, Pogba passed the ball. Pogba Pogba passed the ball forward. He did a successful pass and everyone went mental for it. But no, on a serious note, I I think United need to make their signings regardless of of Pogba. He's the one anomaly to this incoming, outgoings, balancing the books. I think they need to plan maybe for a future without Pogba because there's no guarantees that he's going to stick around if, if he doesn't leave this summer might be it might be next summer you know if there's a big contract offer coming his way we know what Mina Raiola is like yeah he's got there's his no ban guarantee. at the moment hasn't he in Italy and he's got England, a ban, yeah. so and that just complicates everything a bit more as well we're not really too sure how that's going to work uh, Dan one player that you've been writing about as well in the past Herrera he's gone now he's going to PSG it looks like mm. but like Dom said Rabio doesn't seem like someone who would come in maybe and replace Herrera do you think United need to buy a midfielder to replace Herrera or do you think someone like Fred and McTominay could actually make the first team role themselves well, I don't think he's a world beater by any stretch Herrera uh, but he's very useful in that squad in that he'd bring the energy to midfield he was a leader on the pitch I think Mourinho was one who, who spotted that as did Louis van Gaal um, but yeah he, he probably was dispensable in terms of visibility but you know his influence off the pitch at United uh, I, I think he was one that you know the players look, look up to 
Um, he'd, he'd fit into most systems. He's versatile. Uh, so I think he will be quite quite difficult to replace. Um, I don't know too much about Rabio, but he hasn't played for a year. You know, what influence is that going to have on his performances next season, wherever he ends up? You know, it's a, it's a, lot, it's a long, yeah. ch- chunkier career to miss when you're, when you're this age. Well, as listeners will know, I missed two months with a knee injury before I came up to five aside. Brushed it off, it was fine, but, but we'll <laughs> We're see. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk that about that. That turn he did over me in the first five minutes of the week. Don, Bo- Don Booth was very good, so seven <laughs> shots, though, we'll, we can justify that. Uh, Don, I guess, like we said, then, uh, talking about Herrera, I know you did a piece all today. Uh, Dan Murphy, Danny Murphy came out and said that he's similar to sort of Henderson. And I guess maybe the argument from United point, uh, fans' point of view would be Liverpool have just won the Champions League with a midfield, which there's not really maybe the superstar name. I know the fact is, and the temptation is with United, you always want to sign the best player available. But I guess maybe even with the Dan James transfer and some of the other players we'll get onto later, the fact is you maybe have to think outside the box to, to get players who can buy into the philosophy and that United DNA we hear about. Well, never mind the United DNA. I do think it is a good point that you don't need star names and that United probably need to replace Herrera more as a character and as a leader rather than a player. He's not... Um... He's not a top bracket midfielder for me. I think he's a very good player, Herrera. I, th- I think he he had a lot of skills um, on the pitch, but I think United are lacking leaders. It sounds an obvious thing to say. Um, I don't think Pogba is a leader, no matter what um, people have suggested about him getting the captaincy and things like that. So I think, yeah, United need to need to look at their structure, need to look at a character who can come in um, and who can lead from the front. You know, there's probably probably a fair few of those out there who aren't top quality players, but are at least leaders, characters who can come in and make a difference. In terms of Pogba, it's the last bit on him, Dan. I mean, it seems from the outside, he seems a lot happier when he's playing with France. He seems to be more relaxed, seems to play better football, just seems to be a more rounded player. It's because Kurt Zuma's there, I think. Yeah, what, what do you think the reason is? Do you think it is because of camaraderie and gets on better with his compatriots? Or, or, or uh, I think I think the France team suits him a lot more in that he's got Kante by him. He can do his running for him. He can do his defending for him. You know, so it's a nice system that they play in. Uh, he's got players in front of him who can you know make consistent, intelligent runs. I think he, he feels more comfortable because he can trust the player, players around him a lot more. They're a higher quality team, high, higher quality players. Uh, so that's, I think that's you know why he's he's more at ease. Uh, with the France team but, but just going back to whether he'd, he'd stay at United uh, I'm not too sure he will you know because well, the way I, I understand is that Solskjaer wants players to be made like stars to be made at United rather than come in as stars Pogba is a star uh, Kane United is a star and he'll you know he, he's attractive to, to teams like Real Madrid and Juventus you know for that star quality but if you're going to build a team from scratch which is what Solskjaer needs to do you don't get your stars in here. You get players who are going to bounce off each other, who are going to play in a team that a team that will make them a star. So I think that could be you know pretty important going forward in Pogba's career. In that a factory reset, if you like, which is what United need, requires players like that to go almost, doesn't it? To to remould a new side. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him go at all, possibly this summer. You hurt me. Yeah, I hurt it first. All, but it's going to be interesting to see how that one develops. Another player we've always spoken about De Gea a bit, but Romelu Lukaku seems quite heavily linked with a move away. You know, fans would be maybe divided on Lukaku leaving if he was to leave this summer, Don, because whether you like him or not, he's a divisive figure. He polarizes supporters. He does score a lot of goals. He's United's maybe most natural forward in that sort of aspect. Maybe the one centre forward you'd look to. Um, 
do you think he would be replaceable for United this summer or do you think it's a position they'd rather not have to worry about maybe until next year? I think it is a position they'd rather not worry about. I'm writing a piece actually for um, for tomorrow about um, whether United actually would need to replace Lukaku if he went. Solskjaer seems to be a big fan of Mason Greenwood. We've got... Um, Rashford and Martial waiting there who have underperformed um, during the last couple of months of the season Solskjaer probably hope to get more out of them so I think United would probably like to keep Lukaku keep him as an option keep those goals maybe what Solskjaer would look to do is, would be to plan for life without him maybe have six months until January or, or season um, giving Greenwood some more games and then maybe allow Lukaku to leave in 12, 12 months. I don't know. The The interest seems to be genuine from Inter. So I think if the offer's on the table, what do you think, Dan? I think United might take it if it's good, yeah, if well, it's good enough money. You don't get the impression that he's overly happy at United. Yeah, ever since Solskjaer's come in, he's not been first choice by a long, a long short, has he? Um, Which is almost ironic because his most crowning moment in that shirt comes to Solskjaer at PSG away. Mm. But like you say, he's not someone yeah. who's been happy. He's not maybe had a consistent role. He's spoken no. in the past about Italy. He seems to be a player. He definitely wants to play there at some point. And I don't think he fits overly well into the way Solskjaer yeah, it seems say. he wants to play. He seems to want to play counter-attacking football. And as quick as Lukaku is, over 20 yards... He's not got that five yards pace, has he, just to, no. to, to make a run there. And those two forwards in Solskjaer system are actually asked to do quite a bit, mm. making runs out wide and defending a little bit as well. And I don't think Lukaku quite fits in that right-hand do you, side. Do forward. you think that Solskjaer's in... Do, when Solskjaer looks at United team, do you think he is trying to just mould it onto the team he played in? Do you think that is maybe the decisions? Because Lukaku's not the type of player maybe he ever played with. He's not the type of striker that would have maybe worked in that treble-winning side. Mm. Do you think it... Do you think that plays into his mind at Solskjaer's own experiences at United that's what he's trying to bring back? Or I think he's definitely looking for a counter-attacking team. Um, I, I think, you know, when the, the state of affairs when Mourinho left, it was very much a defensive side, soak up the pressure. And yes, he would play in the counter-attack, but maybe not with, with as much risk. Mm. So, so I think that's what Solskjaer brought back in. He, he brought back in that, you know, um, going forward at all costs, really. Uh, he... Mourinho probably didn't have too much confidence in what was left behind in, in his defence. Um, I, I think when United get the defence right, I think Solskjaer will have more confidence than maybe he did at the end of the season. Do you still think centre-back's the the main signing that this summer for United? I think you build any great team from the back, don't you? And United haven't had a brilliant defensive line since, you know, before the end of Sir Alex's... Yeah, decade, tenure. isn't it, really? Exactly, so. yeah. So, uh, you know, they never replaced Ferdinand and Vidic. Um, so I think until that gets sorted... Um, and whether or not De Gea stays I think that'll be sort of making or breaking of United's rebuild getting mm. the defence right right today's teaser oh, isn't go. a question well it is a question I'm going to give you nine players and after the break I want you to you two to decide if they will be good signings for United this summer these are nine free transfers United could get wouldn't cost a penny other than maybe agent fees and getting them signed or whatever and then weekly wage so I'm going to give you the nine names we'll have a break and I want you to decide and I want agreement on all nine players so Daniel Sturridge Yassine Brahimi Gary Cahill Frank Ribery Ian Robin that guy Danny Welbeck Adrian Rabio, Felipe Luiz and Max Cruz we'll be back shortly and I want definitive answers Hello and welcome back to the Manchester's Red podcast. I'm sure you're still confused by whatever that question was. It's one of Ash Barami, our producer's trademark teaser questions. It's a good film from Ash, to be honest. Yeah, so nine players, all available on free transfer. Oh, 
we'll let the audience decide if it's a good one. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. In the comments. Uh, nine, nine players available and freeze this summer. Would you sign any of them at United? Number one, Daniel Sturridge. Yes or no? No. No. Broken. Broken injury record. Yeah. Not really got the best past City, Chelsea, Liverpool. It's probably not going to go down well at Old Trafford. Yassine Brahimi. He was, I think he was African player of the year a few years ago, wasn't he? Porto, Algerian, left winger. No. Got plenty of left, left not, wingers. Not what United need. Yeah. Gary Cahill. You said centre back was the most important position. Not for me, Gary Cahill. Over the hill. Not for me, Clive. Gary, over the hill. <laughs> over the hill, Cahill. Over the, over the Cahill. We got there in the end. Frank Rebury. Uh, 34 now. I think he's. I'd, yeah. I'd probably say Robin over Ribery, personally. Neither Robin or Ribery for me. Would you choose Robin? Because I wrote a piece a few weeks ago saying I, I would go for Robin for a year. Right winger. United don't have any of them. Yeah. I think for a year, and, t- and then maybe you could get someone like Sancho next summer. Mm. I think as a stopgap, saves you money on a transfer fee. Mm. That, that's my one worry with United's uh, seeming intention of bringing young players in. I think yeah. you, do, you do need that bridge. Yeah. And it's the fact you don't have to pay over the odds just to get someone yeah. this summer when even Sancho has been brilliant for Bruce Dortmund he's got his chance with England but, but then to think he's going to just be a world beat at United same with Mason Greenwood you've got to let these players bed in and Colin Hudson-Odoi as well you, you see Sarri getting pelted at Chelsea for not giving him all the opportunities but you can't chuck them in straight away because you can easily damage a player by doing yeah. that kind of and even having a big impact can almost kill a player obviously that happens to Yanazai Makeda yeah. these players if you have that one moment it can almost yeah. define your career well Yanazai was seen as a saviour wasn't he for those yeah. goals at Sunderland you know and then it's quite a good end to the season he looks good end to the right. season he's got in David Moses side there but you know by gets all the counts, number 11 shirt and people start thinking a bit soon for that goes to his head a little bit before you know it he's, he's not there James Wilson he bursts onto the scene he gets a four year deal yes injuries have played a part in him but you know where is he now he looks set to be released at the end of the season so you know a bit cautious yeah another, another player who scored his Premier League debut Danny Welbeck free this summer Either you want to see that guy Welbs come back to Old Trafford, made of glass again. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I had such high hopes at Welbeck a few years ago. I genuinely thought he was, you know, an integral squad member for United. But it's just, yeah, injuries well, have just played the part. Yeah. Mourinho always said that he'd never have sold Welbeck and Hernandez. Uh, Welbeck worked really hard, I thought, for mm. the team, and he got United. You know, but the United DNA yeah. is flowing through the veins. Did well ne- for England as well. Yeah, no, next next one though, please. Yeah. Also, one last thing on Welbeck. Do you think he'd be forgiven for celebrating that Arsenal FA Cup winner at Old Trafford? I'd forgive him for that. I th- I'm, I'm not in favour of players holding their hands up, yeah. pretending yeah. to be restrained when celebrating against their former clubs. Yeah. Um, I wonder if producer yeah. Ash had the same feelings when Giroud headed in against Arsenal. Well, he Europa celebrated wildly, didn't he, Giroud? So, <laughs> got uh, to enjoy rightly it. so. Good luck to him. Yeah. Number seven was Adrian Rabiot. I think that's two yeses on that. Or were you still cautious, Dan? Because he said a year cautious. without playing it is. And through f- ignorance, don't know enough about him, and he's not been out. He's not been there for a, a good year. Yeah. So maybe another club than United. Big take for me for Rabia. Really, you don't think because you mentioned as well maybe the the fact that he's a bit of a pogba in terms of his maybe diva status and sort of that celebrity. And in my ideal world, United get rid of Pogba and bring in Rabio, save themselves hundred million pounds, and invest that in uh, Matthias de Ligt. But there you go. That's that's my that's my United transfer another utopian. Thing with FIFA would be so good, wouldn't it? If it was, if it'd be it, great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Free transfers. Oh, am I right in thinking that he'd go for free at the end of the season he's, he's, not, agreed, would, he's yeah. not agreed a contract yeah. has he well you get another situation whereby you've got Sanchez on 400-500 grand a week 
upsetting the weight structure. I think that's played a big part this season. You, you've seen Mata and Herrera make demands in relation to Sanchez. You know, it upsets everything. So Rabio is six it, years younger than Herrera, though. It is six years younger than Sanchez. He's upsetting the weight structure worth. Yeah, it's the like implications, him. isn't it, that it has? Yeah, because the temptation is if you've not got a transfer fee to pay, give him some more wage to compensate well, for they, it. They will demand it, won't they? They'll yeah. say, right, you saved yourself sixty million pounds here. Let's, so have, let's have that reflected in my wage, and then you've got a player who he's not guaranteed to perform amazing, and he wouldn't even be considered guaranteed to start. Exactly, and he's played about a year's worth of double what you know McTominay's on, for example. It's just going to United need to avoid upset in in that regard. I think. Yeah. Number eight, Felipe Luiz. People, I, I mean, United might need a left back option. Yeah, they've been they they, they are considering a left back if, if there's one that comes available who's for the right price and the right suitability. But Felipe Luiz, I mean, Luke Shaw will maybe need some some help on the left side. You have got Delow who could play if he had to. Rojo seems keen on staying himself if he really had to could play. I'd be keen on staying if I was on Rojo's wage as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think Luiz, no, but maybe a, another left back option. Yeah. And I, if I you, think a younger a left, left back, back and a right back because you've got. Ashley Young. Do you still think? Do you think he's a versatile player for both places, or do you think one of each? Well, you you see at City, you see Danilo. How useful did he come in last season? He play on either side. You know, I I think it's what Damian could have been, but it's not. It's not played out for him that way, has it? But I think a versatile defender, a la John O'Shea, is key to any. Successful. You've heard it, John O'Shea. Sorted. You look, you, you look at James Milner at Liverpool. Yeah. Right back. It's these sort of pl- utility players are yeah. so useful. And you always remember these great Ferguson United teams had them. They always had some. Park. Phil yeah. Neville. Phil Neville. Yeah. People who are just happy to play for the shirt and will play wherever they're acquired. Last one. I don't know who he is. Dom doesn't know who he is. Dan doesn't know who he is. Producer <laughs> Ash kind of knows who he is. Max Cruz. Two knows, I'm guessing, for this one. He sounds like a football manager regen player. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm guessing that's what Ash has got him from because he absolutely loves football manager. <laughs> and he's giggling to himself. I think so, the only free transfer that you consider for me is Rab is Rabiot. I get the Robin thing, but if United are looking at free transfers, then it says a lot about um, where they're at in terms of transfer strategy. They need to be risking some money for some young players, some young British players, like Solskjaer says. Mm. So... Um, yeah, free tra- free transfers probably scraping the barrel a little bit for me. Speaking of free transfers, would you let um, De Gea go for free next summer, rather than or would you sell rather him than selling him this summer? I think if you get a replacement lined up, which again again it comes down to have United's decision makers got these contingency plans in place. Well, have they got any plans in well, place? Yeah. I guess is, is the big question as got, well. If they've got a replacement for De Gea, and I think they're they're linked with the um, Lille goalkeeper Magnon, today, yeah. Matt Mignon. I mean, he sounds like he's had a great season. Yeah, Finn Linkdewo, Nana as well. Yeah, Ajax. if they get someone like that in place, then I'd sell the hair now because I don't think he's going to sign a new contract there. I think we've reached the end of the road with him. So a smart United board, a smart United manager would go, right, you're gone. Who's the next person in? Ferguson did that, did it time and time again. So I'd be tempted with the hair. This is only two questions and one. We've got comment to Dean Henson in a second in terms of this, Dan. But do you think that's maybe something that United need to be this time we always say they're ruthless but not in just terms of getting rid of squad players that don't need anymore but superstars De Gea Pogba if you're not maybe wanting to be at the club just get rid of them even if they are considered the two world class players at the club well yeah the, the club has got to come before anything else at United and you've seen it previously I think it was 1996 you see Paul Ince go big star you see Mark Hughes go big risk that from Alex Ferguson but you know the next season 
that he's bringing the, the youngsters in and you know it's was, it was quite revolutionary to that side wasn't it uh, De Gea I'd worry about because uh, yes he's had a poor probably 18 months but he's, he's still the best Premier League goalkeeper he's still the best, in terms opinion, of talent in terms of shot stopping ability yes I'd say um, probably not the best with his feet or distribution full stop no. but um, in terms of shot saving that's what goalkeeper's there to a very be. very good goalkeeper but for him is it, it now's probably the best time to go I'd say um, PSG want him uh, but I think his concern would be that United really are professionally all that he knows yeah. so, so does he give that up he's not loved in Spain like he is and he loves England. the United fans. He has got a good, the United fans, yeah. good they, camaraderie with them. They, they do. And he would not get that in Spain. You've seen it with the national team, how he gets treated there. Um, Atletico is pretty sorted out there. They've got all black on a new deal, haven't they? Uh, Real Madrid have got Courtois. So is there anywhere really in in Spain he could go? No. Do you go to France? Do you play in Ligue 1, which is a poor league, but you get the chance to win the Champions League? But do you, do you go for five or six big games a year? It'll be interesting to see what his thoughts are on that because you'd expect a decision fairly, fairly soon, wouldn't you? Yeah, especially from United's point of view as well. Not just from the players, but mm. they that. I know Dom said there as well that they've got Romero, who's a good number two, but also Dean Henderson. Uh, understands he's still target for Sheffield United. They want him another season-long loan mm. for their promotion to the Premier League. Mm. What, what do you expect from from Dean Henderson's United will, career? I, I think he'll go Sheffield United, Sheffield United next summer. It sounds like he's well. United are keen to give him a new deal because he's got a year remaining on his contract and United have got the option of a year but that would effectively take him to a Bosman and you don't mm. want to lose a player who's worth you know he's been north t- of 20 yeah. million because you've seen how much Angus Gunn went for yeah um, and probably he probably is England's number three goalkeeper now yeah well, Gareth Southgate said in the yeah. last November that he's going he's to call him up soon yeah it's after, well, this, you, you after this summer probably Jack Butland at Stoke you Gunn know down. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's probably below Henderson in the pecking order really isn't he on, on performances uh, but I'd expect I, I wouldn't expect him to see him at United next season in the first team I'd expect him to go to Sheffield United and get a Premier League a full campaign yeah. of Premier League football under his belt before probably he's ready for for, for you know being in contention for a starting berth at United I guess another player who's in a similar position to that is Axel Twanzebe as well uh, Dom I know Villa would be keen to keep him next season as well if possible but uh, following his promotion to the Premier League with Villa uh, what do you think his future holds at United he's going to have a chance on the pre-season tour we believe but do you think he's a player who can actually make a difference at United or do you think that's just being sentimental and they need to buy someone like Delit this summer I don't think it's sentimental to think yeah I think it's just purely because he's a player who's been ravaged by injury as well yeah I think, think it's that... a little bit of desperation from United fans just hoping that he's going to be the answer um, it's obviously a problem position for United in sense back I think he'll get a chance on the pre-season tour uh, I think United are going to find it very hard to get rid of some centre-backs which they clearly do need to get rid of if they're going to give Twanzebe a chance if they're going to get a player in whether it's a Koulibaly or a Delict or someone like that um, so Twanzebe for me probably a squad player um, and there's nothing wrong with that I think that's that's fine United will need people like that he can fill in at right back or defensive midfield as well um, I can't see any more than that I think on Henderson though I'd, I'd be interested if Solskjaer does gamble if De Gea goes to then leave himself with Henderson right, and yeah. Romero because I'm not sure that it would be too weak I think fans would like that, that. I mm. think that you know 
those two really go at it for the number one slot for a season. You know, Ferguson Ferguson did it with um, with Tim Howard and Roy Carroll. I mean, neither of those worked out, but he was prepared to gamble it. I think United won the league uh, one season with those two. Oh, two of three. Yeah, as the, yeah. As the keepers. So it'd be a really interesting sort of test of Solskjaer's um, belief in youth um, if he was to give Henderson a chance. One of a player that we've seen that linked with as well now is James Madison looks like he's a, a target at least someone they're considering for the summer window do you see that as well how, what is your opinion on it Dan because James Madison he's had one good season in the mm. Prem he's looked impressive he did have a spell where he sort of went off the boil a bit uh, but he's got the set pieces he's a he's a player that fans like he by sort of fits that bill that we said at the start what, what do you think but- I wonder where he'd fit into United's system because if they are going to go with a 4-3-3 you know he's probably a number 10 isn't he yeah. and you've seen how many number 10s have you seen come into United and you, you got high hopes from like Kagawa uh, Mata they've never really been at home have they so, so would, I think that's the sort of player who has to who, be, who was bought in for the system to play yeah. behind a striker but you know, from what I know of United over the past few years, there's never really been a real home for a number 10, has there? You can't so. see Pogba and Madison in the same team mm. for, for a start. I don't think yeah. they work in a three together by any stretch. And you, and then some people would say put them out wide, but then I don't think... Then you've, you've, got, you've got a Lingard situation again, haven't yeah. you? That's the Matt and Kagawa effect, putting yeah. them out wide. Yeah, it's which just doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's maybe a good point to end on, the fact that United don't just need to buy good players, but players who actually fit the system. system. Can, I, can I end with a James Madison uh, teaser for, for both of you? Of course you can. Um, how, how many free kicks did James Madison score last season and how many free kicks did Manchester United score last season? I've, I'm pretty sure I did a stats on free kick pieces recently. I can't quite remember. I remember... Um, in all competitions. In the Premier League, sorry. I remember he scored League. a free kick on his England and 21s debut. Yeah. A last minute winner, I think it was. A bit like James Ward-Prowse in his free kicks. Isn't yeah. It? So Madison scored... Five, I was going to say. Okay. And United scored four. United scored three, maybe. Four each. Had, United had Mata, Juve, yeah. Rashford, Cardiff. Jammy. In the Premier League... Uh, Madison's beating United last season. He got three. United got two. Mm. So, and I think Madison scored one for England, England under twenty ones as well. So, set pieces. You know, yeah, improve from set yeah. pieces. Rashford's free kicks have been pretty atrocious. Yeah, I saw a lot of United fans saying that that's one one positive at least. If he's worth sixty million alone just to get the free kicks back on on mm. target again, but who knows? It's a big summer ahead. Hopefully, there'll be some more summer special podcasts. Hopefully, Dom and Dan won't be put off from joining us again next week if selected if selected we shall know we'll try and get a different teaser for next week as well one less convoluted but thank you very much for joining us today on the Manchester's Red podcast please make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you haven't already and join us again next time